We want to dedicate this podcast to Will, who was with us throughout the planning and recording of the podcast, but sadly passed away before the launch. He was a big part of the group and meant a lot to us all. He had such a presence in the group and brought great humour and laughter in every session. He was so dedicated to the podcast, to the group and to himself and was an inspiration to us all. Will stayed true to who he was, despite being the only male in the group. He was able to stand his ground and show his personality to us all. We all will really miss him and he has left a lasting legacy through this podcast. We are glad that you'll be able to hear his wisdom and insight through the next six episodes. Welcome to Let's Talk Conflict. My name's Evie, I'm 20 and I'm from Yorkshire and today I'll be a host. This is a podcast designed to create awareness around conflict and the issues that arise from it. We are hoping to provide an outlet for people to listen, share and interact. Conflict is an inevitable part of life. We all experience it differently and at different stages of our lives. Here we are speaking about it from the perspective of care experienced young people. Through this podcast, we are going to try and build a sense of connectedness, a shared language and a shared understanding around conflict. We aim to help you see conflict in a different light and explore different ways of managing it. Some of the issues we may be discussing may be triggering for some people, so we do urge you to look after yourself and reach out for any support if you do need it. In this episode, a group of care experts talk honestly and openly about their personal relationships and experience with conflict, how they navigate through it and share some useful tips and tricks for the future. First off, we'll let the others introduce themselves, so we'll go to Ashley. Hiya, my name's Ashley. I'm 25 years old. I'm from Glasgow. I consider myself as a performer and my dream job would be combined in youth work and uh, drama together, working with uh, disadvantaged kids. My name's Anya. I'm almost 25. I was in care from the age of 6 to 18 and then I got um, given a personal advisor from 18 to 25. I wanted to do this podcast so that the listeners can feel and relate to what I am talking about. My name is Shanika. I currently work in marketing. I'm taking part in this podcast because I'm passionate about improving the lives of care leavers. And I hope that the discussions and the stories that we'll share will impact somebody in a positive way. Um, Because I know growing up in care and just being a child is quite difficult and it's good to kind of hear what we've experienced and we can learn from each other. My name's Will and I'm currently living in the Manchester area. Unemployed at the moment. I'm actually looking for some form of employment. One interesting fact about myself is that I am a big Manchester United supporter. I'm also passionate in helping people any way I can and I believe that playing my part in this podcast will help people in some way. My name's Tiffany. I'm 22 years old. Fun fact about me is I'm a single mum and that's why there's nursery rhymes playing in the background. I'm not watching them myself, I promise. And I've really liked being a part of these podcasts because you learn something new each podcast that comes on. They're easy relatable and it makes you feel like there's someone there for you. Hey guys, my name's Alice. I'm 27 and I'm from the south of England. I went into care when I was 11. I'm an interior design graduate and the main reason I'm doing this podcast is because when I was younger and in care I felt very angry and alone and having a podcast like this to listen to back then that offered like support and advice on various issues I may have been dealing with would have been a great help Uh, so I'm just hoping I can help some other people that were in 
a similar situation to me. Brill. And last off but not least, Jade. Hi, I'm Jade Kilkenny. Um, I'm 25 and I'm from North Lanarkshire and I'm a writer and I would like to work with disadvantaged kids in the communities. So as this is a podcast around conflict, we'll start with a quick question of what's pissed you off this week. So we'll go to Ashley first. One thing that really pissed me off this week is um, I've not been feeling too well and I was like curled up in my bed and um, I've been being sick quite a lot and I didn't have enough time to get like uncurled in my bed and I was sick in my bed and that really pissed me off because I didn't have the energy to change the sheets. Yeah, that really annoyed me. Right, well, we hope you feel better soon. Um, Next, let's go to Anya. I don't know, maybe just the general like issue with lockdown and stuff like that, that no one's really following the guidelines and the rules. Yeah, I just feel that that's starting to like take its toll on me now yeah I feel you on that one let's next go to Alice I'm trying to think actually because I'm trying to take a real chilled approach to things right now but um I think actually like what Ashley said I've got a a few like health conditions and one of them is called functional limb weakness and it's basically it looks like I'm having a stroke but I'm not there's nothing actually wrong with me, but what, half my body stops working and I get like a really hot like side of my face and it's really been getting in the way of my uni work and I haven't got as much done as I'd like to lately. Yeah, that's been really getting on my nerves. But at the same time, it's kind of made me really grateful for the time where it doesn't kick off and I'm not like I'm feeling fine. So um, I just have to like use my time efficiently and also like this is my body and I'm lucky to have one that works as well as it does even though it doesn't work really well so um, I just have to uh, be kind to myself and make sure that I'm not like getting really frustrated with myself because the functional limb weakness is actually linked to stress so if I try and calm down it does end up getting a little bit better. Well hopefully you'll be stress-free for this episode so you'll be absolutely fine. Next let's go to Jade. I'm quite pissed off about a few things, so I've had to really think about this. But I'm really pissed off about the fact of, like, so we're going into COVID, right? And I understand why we're going into COVID, and I know it's essential. But, like, I'm really pissed off that I can't do my lessons for driving because I've been doing this yeah. for four years, right? And I've still not passed my test. Sat my test twice, right? And the last time was so stupid because he failed me because I was too close to cars. I mean, who who fails you for that? God's sake, like, I'm a, I'm a new driver, obviously, I'm going to be too close to cars. So I'm Are you just, a break? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah just Black. give me a break and pass me already. Yeah. <laughs> you <the> bloody drive. <laughs> exactly. I live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> there's no cars around to be too close to just let me drive oh bless you well hopefully that will be lifted soon so you can get back to your lessons and let's go to Shanika for me uh this week is like just being wrongly accused of something that I didn't do and just having rude emails sent my way <laughs> so yeah that's what's annoyed me this week <laughs> Yeah, that would annoy me too, most definitely. I think we've all been there at one time as well. Yeah, especially if it wasn't 
you know, if it was wrongfully accused, then 100%, I can imagine my toxic fight reaction would definitely come through then. (laughs) Yeah. So on this first episode, we're thinking about what is conflict? So for the first question, I want us to think about when we think of conflict, what springs to mind naturally for ourselves? So for myself, for instance, I would think arguing verbally, sometimes physically aggressive and violent. Is there any anything else that anyone would possibly think when they think about conflict? Running away, just running like away. Going to dig yourself a big massive hole and just hide in that hole mm-hmm. until this lockdown scenario is over. <laughs> that's what I think. A lot of tension. Tension, yeah, that's a good one. I think uh, conflict can obviously be fighting and arguing and stuff like that, but I think there can be a lot of conflict online with people arguing, people hating on each other, people trolling, and mm. it's borderline kind of bullying as well. Yeah, what springs to mind when I think of conflict isn't the act itself, it's how I feel after I come away. When I'm actually in it, I don't feel anything, it's just happening around me and, and with me and to me and from me. But when I come away, that's when I feel what's just happened to me. So that's where it kind of puts me in a mindset of like, oh God, I don't want that to happen because I always feel like this when this happens, you know? Yeah, I can definitely relate to that, Alice, in a sense of when you're in the actual conflict itself and you just feel a a rise of heat and you just, you can't control your emotions. And it's sometimes as if your eyes just go black and you just can't (laughs) think clearly. And it's only until afterwards, then I might get a bit upset. I might cry. I might then scream. It's loads of different things, but I I feel you on that one. Yeah. So I think the main thing that I took from that is that conflict, it can be seen in people's eyes completely different. It can be something where it might be very aggressive and violent, or it might be something that's very inwards and, like you say, wanting to run away and fear and them types of feelings. So it's good to be aware that, everyone can feel conflict in different ways. So we've kind of discussed this a little bit, but what are the main feelings that we feel when we think about conflict? Maybe sad or like frustrated, a mixture of two at the same time. Yeah. Because you can be like sad, angry and like quite tearful and that as well, depending on like... I suppose the situation and stuff like that you can like be happy for like I don't know one one bit and then like sad the next yeah a mixture definitely so it's a mixture between like dishearted and like I don't know if there's a word for it but like that feeling of that you feel like somebody somebody's taking something away from you you feel like you're missing something but you don't know what it is that you're missing it can really like put you off track for quite a long time so like it lasts longer than a day and then you end up like getting into this cycle of like feeling this feeling and then it disrupts your sleep and then it disrupts your diet and then it do you know what I mean so it like creates other things as well yeah I was like from what Jade has just said like I think at the initial conflict when it starts I feel really kind of like I freeze and I'm like god what do I say and then it'll get to a point where I've gathered myself and I will start like getting angry and then 
like I've got better over the years but usually I'm angry but I say the right words and I make myself very clear of how I feel but yeah like Jade said it's the aftermath that I find like really quite difficult because you're like oh should I have said that like it's going to be awkward if I see them again and then sometimes you've been waiting to say this for so long because they've been annoying you so much and then it all comes out and you're like oh that's great for so much better now you don't even care about what happens when you see them next you're like I said what I said you know sorry not sorry and also it depends as well about who you're having conflict with like I remember when um with my ex when I was younger I was a lot younger I was about 17 and like we'd argue he was like emotionally abusive so gaslight me and stuff but after the argument I'd be so like desperate and devastated and nothing felt right and I just completely felt like I was in the sea and there was like um, like tidal waves just coming at me and I didn't know how to like save myself and so yeah there's some really different emotions that come from different conflicts of different people like the relationship between people is it's very different. I felt a lot of what you were saying there and especially about that conflict can be different with different people I mean and especially it can be different in different stages of the conflict so when it's first happening or when it where it's at its peak, where it's at its most heated or whatever, and then maybe afterwards when it's not as heated. That is, for me, one of the main feelings that I think of is being, feeling alone because I always think that maybe I've overreacted too much. I'm a psychopath. I, <laughs> like, my reactions aren't normal. Just loads of different things, I think. And it's it's always trying to remind yourself that you're not alone, but that is quite a natural thing to think of when you are in conflict I think with me the feelings that I get in conflict it depends whether I'm in conflict with someone or I'm in conflict with myself um so I'm in conflict with someone it depends how close I am to them I might be angry I might be frustrated depending on what the scenario is but if I'm in conflict with myself it's very much I'm confused and tormenting myself I'm kind of I don't really know the words to describe it, but it's like, because it's myself I'm arguing with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't really know. Turmoil. And it's like, yeah, exactly that kind of turmoil. And it's like, I don't really know until afterwards, until I've calmed down or whatever it is that I'm confused about. Yeah. Conflict's difficult. You just keep going because like, you're like, I feel like I've just not got enough out. So you keep going. Especially when you're talking about the fact of like, depends on who it is. If it's somebody you're, you care about, you feel like you do it more because you're like, I don't want to lose you, but yeah, I don't want to get to hurt either. So you're like, I just want to run away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, I totally agree with what you're saying, Ashley. Sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, sometimes um, you can feel a, um, a sense of powerlessness. Again, going back to the relationships that you're in. So, for example, sometimes in work situations, sometimes you just can't say anything. You just have to mm-hmm. just go with the flow because sometimes thinking things can get misinterpreted and people can bring out stereotypes <laughs> as well. So sometimes you, you just feel powerless in certain situations. But I guess a tip that I've learned is always to not respond straight away, especially when it comes to emails, but just take mm-hmm. time out, get your thoughts together and then respond when you're in a calm manner. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's what I've learned. That's something that I've taken as well. And I think that's brilliant to use in a work environment, but also it can be really good with people, your friends and also family members if you're getting in conflict with people like, like that 
sometimes you can say things you'll you'll respond straight away to something whereas if you waited a little while or if you'd maybe what I sometimes do is I'll write a message down and then I'll go back to it maybe a couple of hours later and then I might go back to it the next day and see whether I still feel the same and just add to it so it's the same thing of taking time and that time allows you to have that cooling off period from when the conflict first arises and you're just blocked with emotion you can't think because the main emotions are just overpowering what you're actually wanting to achieve which isn't always a heated conflict yeah and I think the same could be said about situations with social workers or PAs as well because I mean we all know that some of them will wind you up to get a rise out of you and the second that you no matter what they've done the second that you do something that's inappropriate because no matter what anyone's done it doesn't mean that you're then allowed to be inappropriate like two wrongs don't make a right and um I think that not biting and maybe just letting the situation happen keep calm and then go away and put that in writing about one what they what they said two how it made you feel and three what you think the you know the resolution could be and maybe set some boundaries as well so obviously also if you email that to them that's then in writing so there's proof that you've like dealt with it really well and at the end of the day you've come out that looking really good so definitely the cooling off period sometimes is a little bit of like bread and butter it's it's the way to deal with some some of these things especially if someone wants to rise out of you they're doing it to pick at you for you to you know lose your lose control and have a go at them so yeah definitely cooling off period that can be taken from both sides from because me naturally I would want I would probably say something and then regret it later where Whereas I appreciate on the other end of the spectrum, there might be someone that wouldn't say anything at all and then go away thinking, oh, I wish I'd have said that. I wish I'd have said Mm -hmm. that. And in certain scenarios, that is me too, just depending on who it is. So that is also a good bit of advice, I think, and just a bit of a tip for for just anyone, no matter how you naturally handle conflict, just taking that bit of time and trying to think of it through a different light. Think about it when you're a bit calmer. Look at the situation. If If something still makes you angry, then that's okay. You are allowed to have these feelings, but it's just how you respond to them. So that's a big thing that I think that we're all in agreement on that that's a good thing yeah. that we should try to practice. I was just going to say what Alice was talking about and like when you learn how to like respond differently you end up teaching other people so then mm-hmm. they're like oh I really liked how she reacted to that and then they use it themselves and then it passes on and then you know so the way that Shanika was talking about you know the fact of like don't respond straight away like that's a really good method to deal with conflict because then you're not impulsive you're not yeah uh, reactive reacting impulsively and then it helps you to develop as a person as well do you know what i mean it helps you to realize like well everybody gets older and might have kids of their own and stuff like that 100 percent So now we've had a little look at what are the feelings that we think of, could we have a little look a bit deeper into our own individual relationships to conflict? So obviously at LEAP we've been looking a lot into fight, flight and freeze and what they mean to us. So fight, that naturally to me springs to mind aggressive, heated, verbal or physical arguments and then flight where you try and just run away from the situation you don't want to 
be participating in any sort of conflict whatsoever and you just think it's best to just leave and they also freeze is where you just don't feel like you've got the ability to do either one either leave or fight back your opinion so you're just stuck in that same reoccurring scenario so thinking about our individual relationships to that I know that we've already touched on it briefly and I said that mine would naturally be fight depending on who it would be with so if it's someone that's closer to me I tend to be more verbal and more comfortable to put my opinion across and sometimes that's when not nicer things come out depending on who it might be sometimes I might also be a bit of a freeze where I don't know how to kind of say look I'm not happy with this and I'm leaving but also at the same time I don't know how to fight my argument across back so yeah I think it's not just one for me it's a bit of two for for me the freeze flight and fight I don't think I'll ever do the same one with the same person so like say for instance a family member or a friend I would normally fight I don't think I would ever do the flight one and then the freeze one it would depend like if it it was like a workplace or it was like a professional meeting or something I think I would freeze and just let just not be part of it at all but I definitely think the closer to me the more I want to fight and stand my ground and I think the less that I know you the more I want to stand back and say nothing I think it depends on who it is and what the conflict is to then how I would react to it yeah I get you on that one let's go to Ali so when I was younger I'd almost be very silent and I used to get in a lot of physical fights when I was younger yeah I'd just be quiet for a while and usually they'd put their hands on me and I would never allow that so then we'd fight but now god these days I'd run a mile literally or I'd roll myself a mile anyway like you know what I mean like I I don't like conflict this is kind of in the real world so since I became disabled I feel uh, less power in my own ability so yeah no it's definitely a flight uh, at the moment but obviously with family members I'm very fiery and anyone close to me with friends I'm quite respectful I'd be like this is a little boundary of mine you're kind of overstepping it just letting you be aware that I don't like this and you know because some people don't realize that they're doing that some people aren't self-aware maybe you haven't made yourself clear on that's a boundary so the first thing I do is usually say oh this is a boundary don't overstep that and if they carry on doing it then I'll get a bit feisty Uh, but with family they know my boundaries they've known me all my life like they know full well what they're doing so I am quite um fiery in that sense when I was younger it was a lot of screaming and fighting and where everything was just up in the air with being in care like the social workers were just very disrespectful and rude my parents were fighting amongst each other and just it was so stressful that the second I felt I wasn't being understood I was being misjudged or someone was literally being nasty to me in some way or another I felt so like trampled on by like everyone around me that I would fight to the death I was so feisty and so eager for for people to not disrespect my boundaries that I would just lose myself in the anger and it was always the the same wound they were opening up like they'd say one word to me and it would be like a whole history of trauma that had just been triggered by that one word and I'd be fighting everyone that never upset me of that one person so like I think trauma is something as well that you have to be aware of like you need to know your triggers you need to realize that this one thing that was said 
you know the hurt you're feeling isn't for that one word it's for everything else that you've experienced so that's something that I got to learn as well so yeah but now I'm way more reserved I've got so much more self-awareness yeah I think the thing that I took from that was a big part of reflection that you've done on yourself how you've reflected what your relationship used to be like to conflict and I think that that could be the same for quite a lot of us that over the years our relationship to conflict has changed and we do evolve and we we respond to things in different ways it's constantly about reflecting and thinking about how we handle things and how we could better handle things in in the future but yeah it's one reoccurring thing is like that it doesn't always have to be the same either for the same person Mm -hmm. so conflict comes to us a lot in different ways Shanika what how would you say you would naturally deal with conflict Well, for me, for most of my life, I usually just freeze, (laughs) freeze and then think about it in my head. Oh, I should have said that. I should have done (laughs) that. But as you grow and you become older, you kind of realize that part of it is because I didn't have boundaries. (laughs) So as as you grow older, you kind of realize you have to set boundaries. You have to let people know when they're pushing the boundaries. And if, you know, these people actually mean you good and want to be in your life, they will listen and, you know, make changes if not then they're not your friends so for me I hate conflict and this is why I probably don't have a lot of friends because I just (laughs) cannot handle the conflict but now I've actually seen growth in myself where I'll actually say something before I never used to I just used to keep quiet and just like internalize it it's good that you're setting them boundaries and making making people know that this isn't okay to overstep this one and that's just another big part of reflecting as well I think and just thinking how do I want my life to be what am I going to accept and what am I not going to accept and it it comes down to how are you acting and how are people acting towards you you've got to sit look at your own actions how am I treating that person in turn for them to treat me this way and then you decide is it a them problem or is it a me problem and if it's a them problem then setting them boundaries and telling them hang on a second I'm not happy with that but if it's a you thing being able to recognize that and change it and this is what we're trying to get across is that conflict isn't always a bad thing you can take so many positives from it Mm -hmm. um Anya what would you say you would normally do honestly I think I would potentially fight no matter who it is I have always been a very hot-headed person, just like my mother. I don't think I would really do anything else. It's like when someone just comes up all in my face and starts, you know, yapping at me, it's like I all of a sudden just see red and it's like, well, I've not done anything wrong, so I'm just going to stick up for myself, even if no one else is. Because if you sit back and like let them get away with it, they're going to think that they can do it to other people. Yeah. And I don't think that's right. I would like to say that I'm different from when I was younger, but I really am not. <laughs> I probably think that I've got a lot worse. Um <laughs> There was this one time I was on the bus, I think it was like a couple of weeks ago or so, and um, this old guy got on the bus and I was with my pregnant friend. This guy behind said, like, get up, give the man a seat. So obviously, because of social distancing, even if I had got up, he still then can't sit down next to her. So I looked round to go and say to him, look, I'm really sorry, you know, my friend's pregnant, Um, you know, because of social distancing, he still wouldn't be allowed to sit down. And he just got so rude. 
And like, he then like got up and come up all into my face. Like he had no mask on. And I was just like, no, please, you know, just get away. And got to the point where I just saw such a red page. I just wanted to throttle him. Yeah. Literally, I just felt so angry. Yeah, he literally like put the blame all on me like it was my fault. That's another thing that like really upsets me is the fact because I'm a young person, they think one, I should be getting up and giving everyone my seat. And two, that because I'm also young, I'm a bad person because obviously yeah. young people get a bad name from yeah. older people. Feel you on that. Maybe one thing that would be good to look at next week is how that always works for us, how when we react to conflict in these certain ways, how that always works out, whether it's a good outcome or whether sometimes it's just not the outcome we're wanting at all, you know, yeah. maybe how we can improve that. Yeah, so let's go to Jade quickly. So basically, I um, when I was younger, like I would probably like a uh, flight because I used to just let everybody take advantage of me and stuff like that. But as I've got older, I've realised that I can't let people do that anymore because it really started affecting me, and I was just giving things away that I shouldn't be. And um, so now I would like to think that I would fight it, but sometimes, and I go right, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say that, and then see when it comes, I'm like holy shit, like I can't say what I was going to say. <laughs> I can't get it out. It's kind of like my brain just goes... <laughs> yeah. And um, it's like I'm a potato and I just stand there like you're still as in. So, yeah, sometimes I'm a combination between flight, fight and freeze. And when I do fight it, my whole body shakes. Yeah. So even if I do fight it, people get the thrill out of, like, having Affecting conflict you. with me yeah. because yeah. they think that they're winning. And I'm like, no, what you're not. I'm, I'm shaking because I'm so angry. Yeah, it's the adrenaline. I get that. I think everyone's like kind of connected in a sense that we all kind of deal with conflict in different ways sometimes. Like, or whether it's been with previous, when we were younger, we've dealt with things differently. Or whether now, whether it might be with different people, how we handle it different. It's that the common denominator is it is different you know it's never always the same but one thing I just thought it'd be good to think about is if it was you if it was to tell us younger self one thing and we're thinking about conflict what would it be so I would more than likely just tell myself like it's okay it's going to get better you know the conflicts that are arising you will manage them better in time if there's anyone else that'd like to add on that I'd probably tell myself like you don't have anything to prove because that was one thing that I was fighting my battles when to be honest with you I shouldn't have been in the situations I was in like I might have been right in those situations but the situations I shouldn't have been there in general like I was either in a park drunk or somewhere that I shouldn't be you know I if if I looked at it in a way like yes they did that wrong but why was I there what was I doing it's self-reflection and you're never going to be able to change anyone else but the only person you can change is yourself so what could you do differently if you moved yourself out of that situation and wasn't there you've still got your boundaries but they're just not being trampled on so for me when I was younger it would have been a good idea to maybe not put myself in in positions where conflict was going to happen and sometimes I fully knew it was going to happen and I'd go to the places that you know because I had something to prove and they're not going to do this to me and blah 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 
And I also used to fight a load of my friends' battles as well. Don't do that. <laughs> like, you can stand up for people, but don't jump in there and just make it all about you. Like, get out of it. Leave it alone. Help your friend in other ways. Don't fight for them. Just bring them out of it with you, you know? That's what I tell myself. Great stuff. What would you tell you yourself, Shinka? I would say to myself, love yourself more. Have a voice. Yeah. Use your voice and stand up for yourself. Love it. What would you say, Ashley? What I would say to my younger self is be patient. Everything takes time. And um, to pick what battles that I want to fight and mm. to to know when to walk away and to know when to call it a day yeah. and take time out. And I think compared to myself now, I think it, a lot of it is like maturity, but taking time for me, like taking time out, taking that self-care and saying, no, actually, I'm not doing that. And it's like, it's okay to have a mental health day. It's okay to take time out. And like, I am important and I need to make sure that I treat myself as number one and I take care of me before anybody else. 100%. Anya, what would you say to your younger self? Um, to my younger self, I'd probably say fix up, look sharp, um, <laughs> which is one of my on-point messages to what I wish I could, I could have like listened to myself. Also, I would potentially say put your head down, you know, get on with things because not everything is going to get you where you need to be in life i.e fighting isn't going to get you into you know good education it's going to get you kicked out and stuff like that so get on with everything you know stop thinking that you're the queen of the world and (laughs) you know I think we all yeah. think that at a younger age. We all think yeah. that all of them doing everything. Yeah, it is the balance. <laughs> thinking, thinking you are the queen, but also being humble enough about it as well. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. What would you say to your younger self, Jade? I'd probably say um, don't let people take the piss out of you. Um, don't be so scared of everybody. <laughs> um, um, and yeah. just like have a bit more faith in yourself to actually believe that you can like stick up for yourself and just like don't be so gullible that's another thing because when I was younger the people you would use that to take the piss so yeah I'd probably just say like just own your shit basically sorry for swearing so much but that's just the <laughs> no, I love it. of how I would like it to be <laughs> no I agree I agree I think that's all lovely things to say to his younger selves I just wish we could could do it I wish yeah. we could do that to ourselves so we could listen to it but yeah I think that's great well thank you guys thank you for sharing all that stuff thank you Evie, you didn't share what you yeah, what would you say to you? Yeah, yeah, girl? I said just to know everything's going to be okay, you know, to keep going. Oh, if yeah. you feel like at the time that your world's collapsing and you can't see forward past that year or something like that, that it's okay, you know, things will get better. They definitely, oh, yeah. definitely will. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Conflict. We'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, you can reach us on Let's Talk Conflict at leapcc.org.uk or find us on Twitter and Instagram at leap underscore cc. This podcast has been produced in partnership with Leap Confronting Conflict and edited by Helena Webb. Let's Talk Conflict has been supported by the Esme Fairburn Foundation, the Curtin Magda Stern Foundation, 
the Treebeard Trust and the Rain Foundation. Next week, we will be asking the question, how well do you know yourself? We will explore the relationship we have with ourselves and look back at the relationships we had with our younger selves and the advice we would give.